Welcome everyone to Oh Come On Sports with Mike and Jesse. On today's episode, the guys are going to talk about Stephen A. Smith's comments on Steve Nash and Skip Bayless's comments on Dak. Uh, also, Jesse's going to have to eat some crow. Uh, his Stanley Cup pick is done. Enjoy. All right, we're back after two weeks. And not much has happened in the sports world. NFL is back. Which is amazing. That means gambling is back. I have, and that means yeah. fantasy football is back. It's a great thing. I've, I've realized that there is no difference to me, personally, watching football on TV in a pandemic. No. Because, no. yeah, they, they don't show the fans as much as other sports like basketball re- or hockey. They really don't. And they've been piping in, like, ambient noise. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel like too weird yeah you know i heard aaron Rodgers saying yesterday that uh the noise they practice with is a lot louder than the noise that they pumped in during the real games so he's saying and it showed in the in the green Bay's first game as you well know he's saying that it is easy to be calling plays it's well the home field advantage is gone now yeah right especially for a guy that can manipulate a count like rogers does oh yeah peyton manning used to yes if they can manipulate that count the defense is at the mercy and you saw it Aaron Rodgers got at least one guy offside this week. Yeah, weekend. and he got that free play for like a 30-yard gain to, I think, Lazard, was it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, he looked great, man. And yep. he, he was a guy that got looked over in a lot of drafts. People were thinking he's on his way down. Yep. And, man, he looked great again, which is awesome uh, to see. It's, uh, you can't, uh, with him, it's, it's whatever motivates him. And the Packers draft, trading up to take a quarterback in the first round is about, like, the best motivation you can get, you know, like he was motivated because he didn't get a scholarship coming out of high school. Yeah. And he had to go to div two school. He was motivated because he should have been the number one pick and he wasn't. And now he's motivated that his own team has drafted his, drafted his replacement. Like, this could be the Rogers revenge tour. So was this actually what look, uh, what appeared on the surface to be uh, the Packers being idiots at the draft? Was this like some 3D chess genius yeah, type move like, to reinvigorate their star? Right, they're, we're going to reinvigorate him. The receivers are going to work harder because they're like, well, now it's on us. And we got a quarterback for the future. Yeah. We, we've got everything going on. Maybe this was twofold because it, it pissed off Aaron Rodgers. And now maybe the maybe the wide receivers are like, holy shit, this guy's not playing quarterback. Maybe he's going to be a wide receiver. Maybe we need to be better. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but what happened in the last two weeks? Steve Nash was hired as the coach of the Brooklyn Nets. That was, that was a shock, right? It was kind of out of nowhere. There was, was, there was no nowhere. rumblings about it. It was so out of nowhere that my wife came home and she's like, did you know Steve Nash got a job with the Nets? <laughs> and I'm like, yes. And she's like, that's crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, how the hell do you know about it? That's true. And she's like, they were saying it on the radio. She doesn't listen to sports radio. So <laughs> up, obviously up here in Canada, Steve Nash is a big deal. He's Canadian. Uh, name dropped in a Nelly Furtado song, you know. Jeez, that's big yeah, time. Big shit, time. Shit, that was when Nelly Furtado was on top, man. And he was, you know what? Canada was on top of the sports world for a while there because, uh, oh my God, the Twins slugger, that name is escaping me right Justin now. Morneau. Justin Morneau was the MVP of baseball. Yep. Around the same time, Steve Nash was the two-time MVP of the NBA. So Canada was on top at that point. Uh, so, of course, Stephen A. Smith comes out and he believes that the hiring was white privilege says he respects Nash and he deserves the role. But he thinks that Ty Lue, Mark Jackson, and Sam Cassell should have had a look. Which we don't know if that they didn't. Right. Right? Yeah. 
Also, with Ty Lu, I don't know if Kyrie Irving likes Ty Lu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And all all things considered, um, the GM made the hire, but you we all know that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving chose him. Correct. Durant worked with him in Golden State when he was a consultant. Yep. He liked him. Mm-hmm. The NBA is one of the most forward sports organizations on the planet. Exactly. So, like, he was hired basically by two black guys. How is this white privilege? I don't. I don't understand how it's white privilege at all, given given the circumstances. Uh, just, but like you said, how, how how is a team supposed to go forward if they want to hire a white coach without being blamed for? Without that being blamed on white privilege, then. Yeah, it's just so weird. And then he says at the end of the clip, he says that he doesn't deserve it. Wait, Steve, Steve, you said said that he did deserve it at the beginning of the clip, and then by the end, you've reversed course and he doesn't deserve it, and claims that a black man would not get the same opportunity. And I was like, oh, that's... I'm not sure about that. So I did my research. I went back to 1980. And this is a list of coaches without prior experience since 1980 that, that got hired. Oh, interesting. So there's been, not including Steve Nash, there's been 3, 6, 9, 12, 15 coaches. Since when? 1980? Since 1980 that were hired okay. with no coaching prior coaching experience. And 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 of them have been black. Okay. So, so it kind of throws that argument out the kind window. Kind of does. Okay. But the other argument he made was that Steve Nash is coming to a team who, in theory, on paper, has title aspirations in the next upcoming season. With, with Durant being healthy, Kyrie mm-hmm. being healthy, you would think that, right? Yeah. So I went through, and uh, for, like I'll just run down the list here. Uh, just be patient with me. Paul Silas uh, was hired... In 1980, for the San Diego Clippers, the year before they were 35 and 47, and their leading score was "World Be Free." Great name, yeah. Great fucking name. Uh, <laughs> Long before Metal World Peace. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 30.2 points per game, and then the next season they went 36 and 46. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, then we got Dick Van Arsdale, also a great name. Yes. But he's white. Silas is black. Arsdale's white. Got hired by the Suns in 87. They were 32-50 the year before. And then when he came in, they were 14-12 and because he got hired halfway through the year. Okay. They ended up 36-46. and Larry Nance was their leading scorer, 20.2 points per game. Uh, 92, Dan Eisel uh, got hired with the Nuggets. They were 20-62 and uh, the year before. Then they went to 24-58, and so mm-hmm. not really no. the jump. Uh, Quinn Buckner, black, in 1993, hired by the Mavericks. They were 11-71. and then they went up to 13 and 69. Mm-hmm. So not great. Uh, Magic Johnson, you want to talk about. White. Right? Yeah, right? <laughs> 94 was hired by the Lakers. They were 39 and 43. And he was hired um, uh, the following season at, on an interim role. And I think he quit after 16 games. They went 5 and 11. Much like he did as the executive recently. So right there, that's a huge name guy in, yeah. in a. Biggest market. In one, the, the biggest market in the NBA besides the Knicks. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a premium thing. So that happened in 94, just 16 years earlier. Right, yeah. Uh, 95, ML Carr, black, hired by the Celtics. They were 35 and 47 the year before, 33 and 49 the year after. Larry Bird, hired by the Pacers in 97, uh, 39 and 43 the year before. Then they went to 58 and 24 oh. the year after. So that was a success, but that's a white guy. Right. But I don't know, like, going back and reading articles, like, the Pacers weren't known as a title as, like had title aspirations. Right. Uh, Doc Rivers hired in '99 uh, with the Magic. They were 33 and 17 the year before, 
and they went forty-one and forty-one the year after. Right. Uh, but and Penny, the, but they they had going into a rebuild. Penny Hardaway left and all that stuff. Right. So, yeah. 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 So so interesting. Just as you're going down that list, aren't people fighting? Like you always take take it back to like Martin Luther King, where his big speech was that he wanted his kids to be judged on the content of their character and not the color of their skin. And what's happening now is we are constantly having to talk about the color of people's skin. Yeah, and they're saying that this is progressive. I'm confused. Yeah, yeah I I don't understand it, um, especially in this case. I just I the NBA is one of the most forward organizations by far the yeah. most forward thinking and, and progressive one of the organizations things was that there's not enough black head like the there's uh there's only like eight black head coaches in the nba right now and three years ago there was like 12 or 13 or something like that um i don't know how to exp- like i don't think any of them got fired for racist reasons uh donald sterling's out of the fucking nba yeah, and he's to be quite honest, like we all we all know that guy was fucking racist. Mm-hmm. Like that that is without shadow of a doubt, and he's gone. White and, billionaire gone, and he he was racist, and he hired a black coach. Right, by the way, Doc yeah. Rivers. Now, that's not to excuse what he did. He's a he's a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. But it's just there's so many layers to this. So then uh, Isaiah Thomas was hired in 2000 uh, with the Pacers after Larry Bird left. They were 56 and 26. And they were Eastern Conference champs the year before. And they went down to 41 and 41 with Thomas. Mm-hmm. Then we have Kevin McHale with the Timberwolves. They were 58 and 24. They were division champions. And then he came in because they started off slow and he went 19 and 12. Yeah. Vinny Del Negro with the Bulls. They were 33 and 49. Uh, four, and then they were 41 and 41 when he took over. Mark, Despite his name, he's a white man. He is a white man, yes. <laughs> 2011, Mark Jackson with the Warriors. They were 36 and 46. Then they went 23 and 43. Jason Kidd with the Nets in 2013. They were 49 and 33, and then they went 44 and 38 with him. Steve Kerr with the Warriors, which is the big success story. They went 51 and 31 uh, with Jackson, and they were second division. Then when Steve Kerr came in, they were 67 and 15 and won the championship. There's a few good players on that team too. Yes. 2014, Derek Fisher with the Knicks. They were 37-45, and then they went 17-65. and 65. So from what I'm seeing here is that, uh, to be quite honest, it has nothing to do with skin color. It mm-hmm. has, it has if, you're, if you're good at communicating what you need to see. Yeah. And to be quite honest, out of the 15 of them, um, the only ones that were like, like slam dunk successes were probably Larry Bird and Doc Rivers in later stops. Yeah. And Steve Kerr. Mm-hmm. Everyone else could be almost classified a failure right. as a yeah. coach. Yeah, you're right. You know, so if anything, like Steve Nash is taking on a a almost a thankless job. Like the chances of him succeeding with no coaching experience is going to be mm-hmm. uh, really hard to do. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And and the whole thing, I've, I've come to figure out, or in my opinion, I figured out these guys like Stephen A. Smith. I, I honestly think Stephen A. Smith is a pretty smart guy, and I think he knows what he's doing when he says the things he does. A lot of people call him stupid for his comments or, or think he doesn't know what he's talking about. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. And and my problem with it is that he is being put in a position where they are, with maybe without even asking him, or maybe they are straight up asking him, but I think he thinks his job is to be controversial. Sensationalize uh, everything. Yeah. Is what I, like, to me, when he went that... That was like a uh, wrestling promo. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he's playing a character. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's the way he is in, like, when the cameras are off. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I think he's playing a character, and I think he's working against by by saying this. And you do like a little bit of research, like I did. It, it turns out that's not the case. Yeah. In, in this case, so you're just saying it just to get hits. Yes, you exactly. Know? And and that's wrong. Um, yeah. That that's wrong because people take that and now they're going to be like, oh, boo Steve Nash because you only got hired because you're a white guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it has nothing to do that he was a point guard and could and, and thought the game well and and teammates have said about him that he he fucking uh, would teach them things. He he gave up salary for um, Richardson. Uh, Jason Richardson. Was it Jason or Quinton? I think it was oh, Quinton. Quinton. Yeah. I think it was Quinton Richardson. He gave up salary. So that his own, like part of his own salary, so they could resign Quentin Richardson, so they could keep the Suns together. Oh, nice! You yeah. don't hear that no. that often. You know, no. it's always get that bag, get gets what get what's yours. Mamba so, mentality. So, like, I just it it aggravates me because that that's not how sports media should be. No, it's not. It it should not be like that. And these guys, like I, I mean, that's the thing. I wouldn't call these guys journalists, but journalism is dead at this point. There's there's, there's very few... I shouldn't say that. It's not dead, but it's not in the mainstream anymore. You're not finding it on Fox. You're not finding it on ESPN. These yeah. are all opinions. And these guys are really activists more than anything right now, more than journalists or news people. They're kind of activists. And it, it is frustrating, too. And we live in a world where the news, the news is the same way, right? You were talking about how it's clicks, right? People are just trying to generate clicks. And the news and the sports right now are not meant for people who are fact-checking. Because, yes. because if you fact-check this stuff, it goes right out the window. But that's not what these, these, that's not what these quick-hitting news um, shows are about nowadays. They usually have a few minutes to speak and make their point before another talking head is cutting them off. And they just say these sensationalized things. And it is sad because it's not, it, you're not getting the truth. And a lot of people are watching these things thinking they're getting the truth when they're yeah. just getting an opinion. Yeah. And, and that's it, you know, and, and that's getting lost. You know, uh, it's Stephen A. Smith's opinion. And I don't actually know if it is his opinion. Or right. He just or he's playing that role. Or he's playing the role. But his opinion was that was white privilege. But the thing is, is that if it was white privilege, he wouldn't say that he respected Nash and that he deserved the role. That's why I almost think, like you were saying, he actually knows what's true, but he's got to take this side yeah. for this for the for their discussion or their debate, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and oh, another thing he had a problem with was that it's because it was in Brooklyn, which is a predominantly black neighborhood, and 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 that and it shouldn't be a white coach and i'm just like what that makes no sense at that, all that makes no sense at yeah. all like i'm assuming they just want to hire the best coach right like yeah. isn't that what they should be trying to do um up here in canada the montreal canadians insist on having a french-speaking coach mm -hmm. so what they've done now is they've narrowed their field from 100 candidates to two yep every time every single time yeah every single time because they have this in they have this insane need to ha hire a French coach. Even, e even though you can have a translator there for you, like they, they won't do it. You need a French coach. Yeah. That that's that's the that's the rules. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, you needed a French captain too. Right. There there was a thing about that until Saku I think, Koivu actually learned French. He's yeah. from Finland. Actually learned French to be their captain. And newsflash: they haven't won anything since 1993. <laughs> and part of the reason is. They're not getting the best coach for the job. They're getting the only the only coaches that can do the job. Why? Because, yeah. Why? You know, why punish your yourself? Search. Why punish yourself by cutting your field? Not even in half. You're cutting your field down to a couple people. 
And my big thing with this is Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving wanted him. Last time That's I, not white privilege. I'll double check, but I believe both those guys are black. They are. They are. That I don't see color, so I don't know, but I, I think they are. And and Kyrie Irving's been at the front of this boom, the, the Black Lives Matter movement. If if there was even a sniff of white privilege, Steve Nash would not be the coach. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm like. Duh. So Stephen A. Smith is is off his rocker on this one. Yeah. And then we go to Skip Bayless, and this guy I've never liked. This guy, he's no. he's a like in my opinion, he's a moron. This is the same type of person. It's the same, same job, same type same of person. Type of person uh, different different uh, show. Yeah. Uh, but he comes out, and Dak Prescott had a a interview with Graham. Ben Signer, I hope I said that right, on on in-depth TV show. And he was talking about how he was struggling with depression and anxiety when it came to the pandemic. uh, And, 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 you know, talking about his brother who committed suicide. Mm -hmm. And he was battling him. And then Skip Bayless came out and said, and I'm paraphrasing this, but he basically said that uh, Dak shouldn't have done that because he's a leader of, of a football team. And these guys got to go to war with you and they... They can't know you're weak. We, as a society, have been fighting for for fucking 20 years to say mental health is a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. We need to take care of each other. You need to take care of yourself. The funniest man on the planet committed suicide, Robin Williams. Yeah. Okay? And then Skip Bayless comes out and says that shit. And it's just like, holy fuck. Yeah. Talk about not getting it. Not getting it. And just coming across as, a, as an arrogant asshole. And then... I'm reading here. He didn't. He just doubled down on it. He said, "I said yesterday, if Dak needed help for pandemic depression, he should have sought counseling then." That's not an apology, Dick Smack. No. Like no. what the <laughs> fuck? And and who did he not? I mean, maybe he did. Do we know if he did or not? Not that it even matters. It but does, it the, the, matter. fa- the it fact has... that Skip Bayless is taking this approach is so ass backwards, and it's it goes back to the sensationalism, like. Does he honestly think this? If he does, he's a horrible person. Exactly. And if he doesn't, he's kind of a horrible person just for towing that line to 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 do his job. And what we're saying with Stephen A. Smith is that people sometimes take what they say at face value. Yeah. Well, what if people are struggling and for whatever reason they think Skip Bayless uh, is a smart man? Mm-hmm. You know, and he's somebody that they can take advice from. And he comes out and says, "Like you should hide your feelings." Right, exactly. And like, and and like, there's there's consequences to your to what you say, guys. Especially when you're in that position. Absolutely. Here, since he's sensationalizing these things, I'll sensationalize something right now. But but it might not even be that sensationalized. What if, like you said, that example you just gave? What if down the line somebody who was gonna get help? heard Skip Bayless and respects Skip Bayless's opinion and then chooses not to get help and then deteriorates down the line and his mental health yep. deteriorates and then they end up doing something crazy like like uh, or not crazy but something something drastic and they like commit that commit suicide or something yeah. like that and it's like you don't when when you're in the media and and you you have names like these guys you have power mm-hmm. um it's one thing where you, you know the whole thing that's going on now is is this battle between uh athletes should stick to sports or they should use their 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 uh platform to to speak about social issues uh where i come down on that is you can use your platform for whatever you want just just be just be informed yeah. be knowledgeable about what you're speaking about and and understand that with that platform comes responsibility. It's like Spider Man. With yes. great power comes great responsibility. Hundred percent. That these guys I think have lost track that they have great power. Yeah. Yeah. And they're saying shit like this. And I 
I was angry. Like Stephen A. Smith, I I when I heard his thing, I scoffed and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna look into this because like, uh, if that's the case, it sucks. Yeah. But I don't think that's the case. So then I did my research and we've kind of come down that it's probably not the case. Yeah. Uh, but when with Skip Bayless, the first thing I thought was like, this guy's a fucking asshole. You don't have to do much research to know what he's saying was completely right? wrong. And I am I am so surprised that like Shannon Sharp didn't drive to his fucking house and beat the shit out of the guy. Yeah. Because him and Shannon Sharp have are like the, They're the co-hosts yeah. for that show. And I swear to God, if it was in a studio, he would have beat the shit out of him. For sure. And, and and Shannon Sharp has never said anything as stupid as what I just think Skip Bayless said. But Shannon Sharp is guilty of doing this stuff himself. Like that's what that's what these guys are on TV to do. They're not they're not digging deep and getting to the facts. They're trying to get someone to click on their YouTube clip. Yeah, yeah. And if we say something crazy, it's just like uh, I can't remember uh, Max Kellerman. Yeah. This was this was um, last year during the Raptors playoffs. He came out. And said that Kawhi in the playoffs is more clutch than Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. which is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, like Kobe won five championships. Yeah, Kawhi's won two, right? Three, three. Yeah, still. Yeah, like yeah, he, he ain't Kobe boy. Yeah, and 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 he said that. And now Stephen A. Smith this week, like like today, just just let him have it for him because the Clippers choked. Yeah. Um. But again, Kellerman is saying that because because. On the link, like you're scrolling down Twitter or Instagram or whatever, and it says, Kellerman says Kawhi more clutch than Kobe. Click. Even if you hate that statement, you're clicking on you're it. Clicking because you, on it. You're clicking on it because you want to be like, I got to see why this guy's an idiot today. Yeah. But all that matters is that you hit that button and now they have another watch on that video. Yeah. And um, I think us as consumers almost need to take a responsibility and say... And say like when you read it, when you read a headline like that, you just don't click on it. Yeah, you know, just move on from it. Yeah. Um, because all that what's going to affect change is money. If they're not getting money, then they then they change their ways. Right. Correct. That's yeah. that's what's going to affect change. So, um, yeah, I just uh, I'm tired of the sensationalism in sports media, and it all needs to go away. It's seen. It's a very American phenomenon. And it's it's like I said, it's the same with politics, right? Like you're watching these these shows, and it feels like you're watching CNN or MSNBC or Fox News or something like that. You got the split screen with the two talking heads. One of them's making a massive point, the other one's trying to make a counterpoint, and they argue back and forth for a few minutes before they go to commercial break and yeah. say, "Hopefully, we said something that's going to get someone's attention today, mm-hmm, whether mm-hmm. it's real or not." Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. You're exactly right. So. So I, I think I think it's on us. Like you, you you nailed it. I think it's on us as sports fans and people who engage in this type of uh, media to to make your own decisions. And I I like what you said about the athletes. They have every right to use their platform to speak on their views. What I hope at, athletes do going forward is if they don't have strong views on it or they don't want to comment on it, I hope they say I'm not going to comment on that. Yeah. And I hope and I also hope the ones that do want to comment on it are are educated on it and i want them to think for themselves and form their own opinions yeah i don't like i cannot believe because i've gone on the black lives matter website to try to figure out what it's all about and when you read their about page there's a line in there that says their goal is to quote disrupt the nuclear family which is mother father kids 
They say that they want to disrupt that. So now I go back to my team, the Raptors, and I say, okay, Kyle Lowry has kids. Fred Van Vliet has kids. There's probably a couple more, but those are the two that come to mind to me. So now I want to ask those players. I'm like, I understand that you guys think Black Lives Matter. Nobody's arguing that. But why are you supporting... Uh, organization that wants to destroy the nuclear family you're part of a nuclear family don't you think that's a positive thing so there's so much there's so many mixed things going on right now that it really frustrates me so i'm totally fine with athletes voicing their opinion and saying what they think i just want them to be able to think for themselves and not be worried about a backlash like we saw two guys jonathan isaac and uh oh uh, miles leonard Yep. Both, both guys, because of their faith, said that I'm not kneeling for the national yeah, they, anthem. Yeah, they, they stood and they got blasted. And for they it. got blasted for and, it. And you know what? To to the to NBA players' credit, they came out and said no. They discussed it with us in the locker room. Mm-hmm. We understand their position. We're okay with it. Yeah, they were blasted by people on Twitter outside of, outside their teams. of it. Yes. Um. So the athletes themselves understand that that as long as you explain the position you're taking. Yeah. And. And you have a reason, and it's an educated reason, then they'll respect. Because not everyone's going to agree. No, no, right? and we they, don't have to. We don't have to. Yeah. But we all need to be more educated on the issues, uh, and that. And and I would say too, like like delving into that. Everyone getting mad at the NFL for all the the end racism stuff. Like, why? Why are you so mad? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it may seem like they're pandering a little bit. You know, Eric Reed came out and said, like, it's kind of weird. And I thought this was kind of weird, too, that Colin Kaepernick's in all the promotional things for the NFL right now. I don't now, understand that at all. And he doesn't have a job. No. You know, so I thought that was weird, too. But it's like, even if it's one of those things that the NFL is doing it just because, the, just because they're trying to, uh, you know, be – show that there's – socially responsible and it's just it's it's going through the motions at least they're going through the motions yeah like yes they can do more we can all do more but at least they're doing something yeah and like it's like when somebody does something that that's even a monochrome or good uh, somebody will come out and say well it's not enough mm-hmm. and they just they just you can't fight hate with hate yeah you can only fight hate with compassion but and and that's it. I like, agree. That's it. I agree. That's, you know? a, that's and if you're going to yeah. come back with hate, like we're we're going to be we're we're going to fail as 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 a world. And you're not knows. you're not going to get your point through. A perfect example of this was Leo Routens on the Raptors broadcast um, used a term that he he regretted and apologized for. He was trying to say that he felt like the Raptors were were being held back by a lasso is what he said but he used the word noose instead ah and he's he he, re, he regretted it instantly he apologized on social media he apologized to anyone that would listen he said that was a mix-up in my words i did not mean to say that and i apologize and most people are like yeah that's fine leo no no worries everyone who's worked with leo nobody's going to accuse him of being racist right yeah. but but still there's people on twitter that will say that and i saw this directly they will say that apology is not enough what else are you going to do and yeah. and that's the type of person that's not going to stop pushing until you're i don't know what's going to happen until you're on your knees handing them your paycheck or something like that um it's it's crazy we've we've gone there's no such thing as a redemption story anymore you fuck up once you're done 
Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And, uh, for some people. Yeah. For other people, they can keep on fucking up. Well, and... it depends how you fuck up, though. If you fuck up on the side that is, you know, politically popular right now, which is the left, you will get a pass. Yeah. But if you happen to be right of center on the political spectrum, you will get absolutely roasted. Yeah. But the left will eat their own, too. It's it's happened to a lot of people who, like Leo Routens. Leo Routens is as left as it gets, but they are good. They will eat him. They will If he makes a mistake, they will come and eat him. Uh, yeah, it, this world has just gone batshit. But uh, to bring it back around, uh, Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless, they need to be better. Uh, to be quite honest, we all should not even watch these guys. I agree. Uh, to, they don't bring any value. They don't bring any insight. Yeah. They just bring opinion. That Well, just like we do on the podcast. Of course, yeah. But we're not inciting hate, I don't think. Yeah, no. Oh, I don't think we're inciting hate. And if we are, please tweet at us. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so let, let me so know. So we can change. Let me know. I'd be happy to discuss. But absolutely. That's, yeah, I'm with you. 100%. Oh, just just insane. You know, insane. Who's, you know who's a good one to watch? I think you would agree with this. We both enjoy his comments. Marcellus Wiley. Yes, and Iman, uh, Emmanuel Acho. I yeah. think I'm saying his last name right. And he's the he's the he's the counterpoint on yes. the same show as Wiley, right? But they they are so they are so good, uh, and I think it's called First Take, Last Take. Um, it's on it's on Sci, it's on Fox uh, Sports Network, yeah. FSN. So yeah. uh, definitely check out their stuff. They're really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're not saying crazy stuff. Just to they're, say not crazy gonna, stuff. they're not going to they're not going to they're not going to be as popular in the in the in the online world as Skip Bayless yeah. and uh, and uh, Stephen A. Smith because they're not saying things that are as controversial. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Acho is the one that's come up with the uh, uncomfortable conversations with the black man. Oh yeah, uh, which. I've watched, I think, I think he's put out four or five, and I think I've watched three of them. Yeah. And they're very well done. That's good. Um, uh, it's just, just good to... Because you don't want to stop the conversation. No. That needs to continue. Yeah, and and, and, and it's a constructive conversation. Exactly. It's not just two sides just yelling at each other. It's, it's you know... And it seems like it's trying to reach a common ground, too. Yeah, exactly. It's just, uh, let's, to be quite honest, let's end racism. Yeah. Enough with this, you know? Yeah. Absolutely, um, but the, know, but the, let, let's judge people based on how dumb they are, not 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 racist. Ex- yeah, not, exactly. Not color, you know, yeah. Judge them on their character. Idiots come in every color. Yes, yes. You judge judge people on their character. Don't judge them on their skin color or their sex, because that doesn't make any sense. An asshole is an asshole. It doesn't matter what skin color or what gender they are. It don't matter. Couldn't agree more. It don't matter. And I think that's it for today. It's a great place to end it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks, hopefully with more uh, actual sports stuff to talk about. See you next time.